Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Humble yourself. No one cares that much if you create this or not. So I was like, okay, like maybe I'm too much in my head. Like I should just put out what makes me happy. I don't have to think about if they're going to like it. If they don't like it, then they don't have to be on my page, you know? Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations Brewing with your hosts, Divian Ravisha. I'm excited for this one because we finally have our first guest and this has been something we've been talking about for a while and I think we chose the perfect person to kick us off who kind of touches on all of the different themes of this podcast. Yeah super excited for our first guest. Um, She's actually like our friend and she has a very interesting backstory. Um, Her name is Lanisha Basu and Lanisha is a first gen American Indian from Chicago. She went to UIC, where I went as well, and she got her degree in computer science. Um, But after working in corporate America for a couple of years, she decided to switch career paths and pursue her dream of acting in Mumbai. Along with pursuing acting, Lanisha is also a fashion enthusiast who loves Daisy fashion and currently is working closely with her family brand of Indian couture called Krishna Fashion House in Chicago. So if you're looking for any new Indian outfits, be sure to check them out. And we're just going to talk to her about today um, how she made the move to India and how she grew up here and then versus, and then going to India and how she kind of dealt with that. Um, it should be an interesting episode. Yeah, I think Lanisha is such a cool person because she really just followed her dreams and really is embracing her authentic self. And I think that there's definitely a lot from this episode that even I can take away from how she shares her tips. So I'm excited for all of you to get to know her a little bit more. She is super, super cool. Great. Let's let her in. Hi, guys. Hi, Divya. Hi, Ravisha. Hi. Thank you for being our first guest for the podcast. I was just telling Ravisha before you got in here that I could not think of a better first guest because you hit on like so many of our points, (laughs) what we want this podcast to be. So I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Oh, thank you for having me. I mean, you guys are, this is incredible. So like, congrats for even starting this. Cause I know a lot of people, including me have thought about, you know, getting out there. Obviously it's a very vulnerable space to be in, but the fact that you guys got out there and you're doing this, this is awesome. So congrats. Oh, thanks. Yeah. We're like, honestly, we're like really excited doing this. And I think every time we record, we're like, are we seriously doing this? But it feels really cool in general. Yeah. putting this stuff out there and like I mean you know that too you're like a content creator as well like it's like you know like putting yourself out there and doing all this yeah stuff, it takes a lot of courage I would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no that's awesome that you guys are doing with us um okay so we briefly introduced you um before you got in here but um I've known you for years and like Divya has as well, but like today we're just going to talk to you about really like 
the cultural differences you felt like growing up here and then moving to India and what kind of led you to move there and stuff as well. So mm-hmm. um, I guess we can just like get started with this. Divya, you want to mm-hmm. kick it off? Okay. So the first question that we have for you is we mm-hmm. are so curious about how your relationship with culture has developed from being a child to now. So, I mean, growing up in Naperville, all of us, I think we have seen enough. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that we had not seen South Asian people growing up, right? Like I think being in Naperville in high school, in middle school, I think we've all seen enough South Asian people. But I think now is when we're really embracing it because we see representation on screen. I think growing up, I have always embraced it in whatever form I could, like in high school, like learning dances, Indian classical dances, participating in ISA or whatever the little bit I could hear in there. Um, I did my part, but I feel like a lot of people didn't do it at that point because they didn't see them being represented in that level that they were proud of it mm-hmm. you know so like which I see a big difference now because now you every show you see you'll see a South Asian face so it's kind of like they're really getting to embrace it and see themselves out there so they're kind of like oh like it's cool it's cool to be Indian or it's cool to be South Asian growing up I feel like we generally were very proud and you know we weren't like oh like a lot of times I would hear kids like oh yeah my parents are Indian or my parents are Pakistani you know so I don't know what how that is different from just saying oh I you know I'm originally that my ethnicity or I belong to India or belong to Pakistan but like I'm from here so I think that has really changed throughout the years and I'm so glad because I have always embraced it and always like watching movies like watching you know just I used to go to like dance class every Sunday just those little things I it made me feel a lot closer to my culture even though we lived in Naperville but I'm saying that people just embrace it a a lot more today and I'm, I'm just so glad that that you know we have made that path and we're seeing all of that today yeah definitely I really agree with you there like because I I feel like I grew up the same way like always embraced the culture but like yeah didn't maybe see it as much in media you wouldn't really see South Asian actresses and actresses being involved in like these big shows like you know you have Bridgerton now where there's Mm -hmm. like you know um, an Indian backstory and things like that like we definitely did not have that growing up but so I am glad to see that progression but yeah in terms of embracing our own culture I think we never like felt embarrassed about that or yeah um, felt proud to be Indian basically I feel like I've definitely embraced it more in adulthood but the representation I think has made it so much easier to do and I think also with like other people being curious about Indian culture now because they see it more represented in the media um Mm -hmm. I think that also helps because I because for me I really didn't like this role of growing up and explaining to people and so Mm -hmm. I think those are parts of me that maybe denied culture a little bit more because I didn't want to have to explain and that made me feel really different from people but I think the representation piece really helps because then we don't have to explain so much and people can be curious about our culture without us needing to be, you know, explaining everything to people. Like they can actually learn and we don't have to do all the mm-hmm. heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like I think that's like actually a good like um a different perspective to even bring up Divya because like like you said, like it's not like you were ashamed to be Indian or embarrassed or anything like that. You just didn't feel like you couldn't maybe explain certain things about our culture that people have questions about. I mean, I remember when I used to come to school like after a wedding and have um Mandy on my hand. And, you know, you'd get the question of, oh, like, why do you have like a drawing on your hand or like things like that? And like, I mean, at first I definitely like didn't like explaining it, but I would just be like, oh, you know, it's just henna. It's like part of a wedding celebration. But like, yeah, I do agree that like the explaining part of maybe things about our culture can make someone feel like they don't want to embrace it as much. Yeah. And I think also the explaining when people aren't like, open to it or they're like oh that's so weird or why do you do that but I don't think people do that as much at least that's not been my experience yeah. I don't know about the I feel like it went from being like oh that's so weird to being like oh that's so exotic like I oh, hear that all the yeah. time now like oh that's so exotic I'm like yeah. okay oh the exotic word I know and now you see it like sometimes look at music festivals like people like wearing like some kind of like you know like a bindi or something like that that like they makes it seem like they're so exotic and stuff but it's really just part of our culture and something we've been doing for like years yeah it's, uh, it was a unique position I think for the three of us though because being first generation it's not like we could have had our parents guide us through that because for them growing up everybody looks like them culturally you know obviously family dynamics are all different but culturally everyone looked kind of the same but then we were first mm-hmm. generation and growing up where majority of people didn't look the same as us. So for the both of you, what would you say were maybe any kind of barriers in embracing culture? I know that the both of you are saying how you mostly embraced it growing up, but were there ever any barriers? So actually, I used to live in Detroit before I moved here. So I used to live in a place called Warren. And there was one, literally one other Indian girl in my school and her her name was like Joanne or something like you know so for me from moving from Detroit to Naperville I was like oh my god that's so many more Indians than I've like ever been used to you know so for me I was like oh that's a lot more but I think that in that perspective I was really excited to be here in that sense that you know I I do get to embrace it more because there's a lot more opportunities like where in Detroit, there were not that many Indians, so there was not that many like things to do or like that many Indian stores or Indian restaurants. Like when we came here, I was like, oh my God, Devon, like let's go to Devon. That's so cool, right? Like those little bits here and there, I used to get really excited about or like the whole like doing dances at school, you know, doing those um, ISA dances or just having those like ISA events after school. I mean, I was I used to get really excited about those um, in high school. And then even in college, I mean, obviously in college, I went to UIC. So there's a lot more, you know, just got more South Asian there than high school. But I think progressively, I've just embraced it more and more from when I started, like in sixth grade, where people would probably think it's like oh you smell like curry or something like I do remember a girl telling me that in sixth grade in Detroit because they had not seen Indian people or South Asian people ever because there was one other person there so I think progressively I saw more people in around me so I felt more seen in that sense so yeah yeah I I definitely would agree with that as well like I think 
In terms like of, of a barrier, I, I can only think of a time like in middle school, really, you know, just like preteen years when it's like everyone is just like judging each other. And like, yeah, like being told that like you smell like curry or things like that. I was really taken aback by like getting those comments because never heard them before. Um, of course, like don't smell like that. And so when I'm <laughs> like, when someone is telling me that I'm so confused. And um, I will say like, those were like a couple of years where like I kind of struggled with that part of my identity, like culturally, because I was like, I'm confused. Like, why, why am I being told this stuff? Or like, why is it a bad thing to be Indian? Like, cause like, you know, I did never felt that way before. And then, yeah, I would say like, then going into high school, like our high school definitely had a lot more Indian people compared to our middle school. And so, yeah, progressively it just kind of, I got more and more immersed in my culture with like school activities and those like those kinds of things. But yeah, I will say like there was like a small time where I was like almost like confused about why people would make fun of Indian people or like why it would be a bad thing. And like that was kind of a little bit of a struggle for me. It's also that I the coming with the education it seems too with like what it means to be Indian and culture around it and also surrounding yourself with people who are supportive of your cultural identity because we I talked we talked about this earlier in an episode Lanisha but I don't know if you knew that even in high school and middle school Ravisha was really like my only Indian friend and I think like even mm. now Ravisha's probably I mean I don't have a ton of Indian friends. I'm close to some cousins, but mm-hmm. I never really had a big group of South Asian friends. So I think for me, it made it really hard for me to embrace my cultural identity and I can see it. And even with that, I think it's such a beautiful thing. And I, I wish I had more of that growing up because I think it took me a long time to start to embrace my cultural identity because I wasn't around people that had embraced it. So I didn't really know how to do it. Like I was with Ravisha, but at the same time, like, Ravisha embraced me and was like open to me all the time she was like my sister so like it was different when Ravisha would be embracing of that so just with how you both are saying that it's really it's really making me think about how important it is to have the communities around you too people who embrace things about you that make you who you are yeah and like that's why I feel like it's really good that you are bringing this like other perspective into this equation because like Lanisha and I have like way more like similar experience with that and with you like like you're saying like you know you didn't have many other Indian friends and like you weren't really sure how to still embrace your culture while like you know having like other friends and things like that so yeah it's like I think like growing like growing up that's kind of like what we all like had to like struggle with the most like because our we were first gen and like our parents really didn't know how to guide us there and like they kind of were just like I mean you're you're on your own with that right like it was merely like us kind of figuring it out as we went on with like the years of school and obviously having the people around definitely helped because I don't think it was just if it was just me um trying to do something like say a dance I wouldn't just be like oh I'm gonna go do it by myself like I don't think at that age at 17 18 anyone has that much courage or that much whatever you call it that you know I'm just I'm just gonna stick it I'm just gonna stick it out I'm just gonna be the odd one I'm gonna go do it myself it's very important to have the people you do because otherwise it's very easy to just be like okay like you know I don't have to do that like I'll just do what everyone else is doing 
yeah yeah and like I guess since you had like you did like embrace your culture early on and like you know as you said progressively like became more immersed in it like how did you then really decide that like you want to like move to India after like you know our parents came here basically from India to like for us to like I was trying to do yeah yeah like you know you're doing what they undid like you're undoing right yeah basically going like 10 steps back right um so I mean Ravisha knows this but like I'm probably one of the biggest like Bollywood fans you'll ever meet like I'll just be saying random like lines from Bollywood movies and I'll just look at like Ravisha and she's like oh my god haha like she would remember the line so I'm like one of those people so growing up I've always loved Bollywood you know the whole spiel of dancing drama all that thing and acting had been something in the back of my mind that I wanted to do, but I, it was never that, oh, I'll go to Bombay and do it. Because obviously that's like a bizarre step for someone who doesn't really have family there. Like everyone's kind of here to just be like, oh yeah, like goodbye, going to India. Because every time we have gone to India for vacations, it's, you know, it's, a, it's in a very protected, we're going to hotels, we have parents with us, we have relatives, we know exactly where we're going to go. So this was a very um, territory that I've never discovered, even thought about doing. So it was always like, oh my God, haha, like I should go to Bombay. And luckily for me, my parents had been really supportive. Actually, my dad was like, okay, then go to Bombay. Like, why don't you go to Bombay then? At first I was like, oh, like maybe I'll do LA, um, which I did. I did go to acting school in LA, but he was like, okay, well, if you want to do Bollywood, then you should go to Bombay. Like, why not? Right. Like, this is the only time you'll ever really get to do it for yourself. You don't have a family. You can afford to quit your job and just do that for yourself. And I was like, okay, like that, that planted a seed in my head. I was like, okay, like maybe I can, you know, maybe I can do India. And it's not like, I don't know the language. Like I wouldn't know anything. I have a decent command on the language. I, Obviously, it's a it's a it's a scary place to be in that you don't know like how it's going to be like how people would be like there um, culturally. It is very different, you know. No matter what, even though I am Indian, I have grown up a certain way compared to the people who have grown up there. So when I decided, I was obviously very like you don't know. I I was like, okay, let's see. I'll go and see how it is. If it, I don't like it. I'm coming back with you. So my dad was like, okay, I'll come with you for 15 days. If you don't like it, you can come back with me. I was like, okay, like that makes sense. And I'm at like 23, 24 at this point. So I'm not like a child, you know? So I can definitely do this by myself. But my dad's like, no, like I'll come with you. And kind of just testing the waters. And when we went there, obviously it's very overwhelming. Trying to find a place, trying to figure out like just the basics like I said, culturally, it is very different. Um, end of the day, we are Indian, but like just the way people talk or just the way they do certain things, that's very different to what I have been used to. I'm used to doing all my own chores. I'm used to being very independent. Going there, you know, you have people serving you breakfast, people planting your or watering your plants. Like it's kind of like a different territory seeing people there. So I was like, I think I want to do it just for myself because I don't want to have regrets later. You know, like what's going to happen at most. I'm, I have a house. I have, this is something that I 
aspire to do in my life. So why not? Why shouldn't I do it? And then when my dad came, he was like, okay, so I'm going to go now. I was like, all right. So then it took me a while. So obviously it took me a while to get used to everything, but eventually I was like, I'm so glad I'm doing this for myself. And even now, whenever I go back, it's like, okay, I have to relearn a lot of things all over again. Like, Across the streets without getting killed you know <laughs> like stuff like that or like just the people just the way people talk or their perception of an american right They're, they have a completely different perception of what an american person would be um so a lot of things i had to overcome but like i think it's all been worth it because i just chose to take that step and my parents were supportive enough because i know a lot of parents wouldn't I, like be okay with that they're like where do you think you're going you know especially like India other countries I can still understand Europe and like whatever but going to India where you don't really know much and your parents are so far away especially for me because I've been in Chicago like literally at the slightest discomfort my parents were like okay we're coming to the city to pick you up you know that kind of thing so for me it was a very big step but it was like it's now or never so might as well do it now you know Yeah. And I mean, I commend you on that so much because like, like even for me, the thought of moving to India just seems like, oh, no way, like can't do it. And like you, I mean, and you did it because you had big dreams and like, that's like a reason to go. But like, yeah, like I just think it's like so amazing that you did that for yourself. And like you, you're admitting that like you were scared and it's not like you went and like sun's blazing, like, oh yeah. I'm going to take over the city. Like, it's going to be great. You know, you were like, I'm scared. And there's a possibility that I'm going to come back like after two weeks. I'm like, I just have to be fine with that. You know? Yeah. I was going to say leaving your corporate job. I feel so many people in America stay stuck in jobs. They absolutely hate because they're so scared of the unknown and doing something for themselves. And the fact that you had done that, I think is incredible. Incredible. Like people are so people are so unhappy in their jobs. And how did you take that step? So I think, again, for me, because I was young, you know, I don't have responsibilities of like a family or I have to pay bills. It wasn't like, you know, I wasn't earning to make ends meet. So I think I had the I had the privilege of having that that, you know, I can I can afford to do that at this point. I don't know if I can afford to do that 10 years down the line, but I know I can afford to do that now because I mean, this is the time to experiment. And yeah, I, it is a huge step. And I remember like writing my resignation and I was like, I don't know if I should send this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but it was very liberating in a way. I mean, I, it's not that I hated my corporate job at all. I did not hate it, but I just think I just thought at that point, there's something more I could love. You know, I, I, I was completely fine with doing that nine to five or, you know, doing the whole everyday same routine. And it's not like I hated it. It was just like, I thought there's something else I would love. And if not, I can always come back to this. Like, this is not going anywhere for me. I can always come back and get a corporate job. So I think that in the back of my head was always that my security net that it's not like I'm losing at all. I got a job right out of college so I can do it again, you know? that's like helps you right to like make a big decision like that um like at this point this episode is not out yet but um Divya and I like recorded an episode about like immigrant guilt and like being raised by parents like our parents who like have come here to achieve the American dream and like 
how their dream for like their kids is to basically, you know, achieve higher than them and like, you know, do, do all the right things, right things like, you know, getting that corporate job or like, you know, like basically climbing up a ladder. How did you like come to terms with like, that's like not like, it's like a different path for you in that way. Yeah. So like, like I said, um, had it not been for my parents, I probably wouldn't have taken that big step to just like move to India because I mean, that had not even crossed my mind. It was my parents who were like, okay, if you love Bollywood, then you should go try there now because Hollywood, there's always like room for someone who's older, but Bollywood, you have to be a certain age to, you know, be the mainstream actress and stuff like that. I also feel like for my parents, um, my dad was really good in cricket. So like he wanted to be a cricketer had he had the opportunity. So, but he didn't because he had to support a family. He had to, you know, he got married really young. So for them, I think he was, they were also kind of living their dream through me. And um, so, which was nice that, you know, even when I would get auditions, like I would tell my parents, I was like, oh, like I have this audition or like, if it's based on a real life story. My parents like do the whole research. They're like, Oh, like this, this happened in their life. This is, so it's, it's very cute. The whole process because they're so involved. They're just like, and, and I really think they're like living their dream through me if I succeed or not, but it's like, you know, they they love to be part of the journey. Even like with my content that I create, my dad's like, Oh, like you should add this next time. You should like do this next time. It's, I just think it's very cute. And I know that's not the case for a lot of immigrant families, But I mean, I feel like I'm fortunate enough that my parents have been very open and, you know, um, helped me and they've never said, you know, you have to work and you have to do this, you have to do that. They have been very um, easy with me and let me do whatever I wanted because I feel like they didn't get those opportunities growing up because they wanted to, you know, have a certain lifestyle, certain lifestyle for their kids, certain lifestyle for their families. But now that they see times are changing, you know, obviously, if you say 20 years back, if someone, Indian parents are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an actress in India, they're just like, okay, shut up, (laughs) you know, so it's, (laughs) no, you're not. (laughs) So I think times have really changed and people are really embracing not just like what their kids want, but also all sorts of careers. It's no longer that doctor, engineer, which a lot of times that, um, South Asian people are just stereotyped to like you're either engineer or doctor. It's no longer that we see representation in so many different forms, say it be fashion, say it be um, TV, entertainment, um, like all sorts of areas, which is so nice to see because obviously they had a push from someone, like someone gave them that support, may it be parents, may it be whoever, but they are where they are because they chose to do something different. It's like a domino effect, honestly. One person does it and it can be inspiring to another person and another person. And, you know, we all might not have the same privilege of having families that are like either open-minded or like willing to be flexible in their thinking to, you know, what career options are. But I think that we shouldn't undermine how cool it is to look at representation. Like we keep coming back to, you know, even even things like you putting yourself out there on social media or what you were saying we're doing with the podcast, right? It's like, mm-hmm. even if you don't have maybe family support, knowing that there are other people who are doing that and, you know, they would support you too, even if you don't actually know them, like leading by example, even if you don't know someone. Of course, yeah. It's like building a community with that. Because like, I mean... 
you you just see so many people like starting to do that and like you know starting like this different part like maybe they like you know had the corporate job but then want to do something on the side like you know everyone is like kind of like out there just like doing what they want to do and like that's I think that's so great about content creators as well like like you're just making you're making this stuff for yourself more than anything I don't think it's like really for other people as much as it is for yourself I think for um content creating and just like put yourself out there I think I mean especially I know for me it was very hard in the beginning I was like oh what are they gonna think what are they gonna think but it's also end of the day like you're thinking too much into it like if they don't like it they're gonna scroll if they like it they're gonna like it you know like I saw this video where the guy was like humble yourself no one cares that much if you create this or not so I was like okay like maybe I'm too much in my head like I should just put out what makes me happy I don't have to think about if they're gonna like it if they don't like it then they don't have to be on my page you know yeah and I, I struggled with that for like a really long time like I told Divya this so much and she's like you just have to do it like you can't think about it because like I was just so in my head and I was like I just don't want someone to come across my page and I don't know, think negatively. And like, unfortunately, there's just like so many negative things, like uh, people just having negative thoughts, but there's also a lot of positive thoughts. And like, I'm just more inclined to think about the negative stuff than the positive. And I sometimes like that just, you know, it just like overtakes your, your thoughts. And like, Divya is like a really good, like she like really calms me down with that stuff because I'm like always freaking out about it. It's scary because you really have to do things before you start feeling that way. And that's even like in sessions, what I always say to people, because they're like, I have to wait till I feel X, Y, Z, or I have to wait till I feel confident to try to get the promotion or I have to wait until I feel good enough about myself to try to go find a partner. But it's like, if we're in our head, we're always going to be like against ourselves. And so sometimes we just have to do the thing we want to do. And then with doing that, you know, a few times, then we start to feel more confident about it. We can't like always like logic our way into it. So I would tell, I would tell Ravisha that, but it's also like, I mean, I totally experience it too. It's hard to get out of your head. We like spend all our time in our head. Yeah. Also, I think like, no matter what you do, there will be a section of people who will have something bad to say, like no matter what you do. So it might as well do it because those people will be there they will exist I mean no one's completely loved right everyone has take the most popular person in the world they still have some haters who will say something they'll find something negative to say so I think that has taken me a long time to just like overcome another thing for me was like when I wanted to pursue acting um so obviously end of the day it's a very narcissistic profession right like saying oh I want to be an actor so people were like you know what I mean? That that judgmental, like, you want to yeah. be an actor. So yeah. that I also, I, I mean, I would tell my parents this when I was doing my corporate job. And, like, I used to be a lot chubbier. So my mom would be like, like, obviously my parents would just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would only tell my parents because I didn't feel comfortable being like, oh, I want to be an actress to anyone else. But then once I... I was more accepting of who I was and I slowly would be like, Oh yeah, I want to be an actress. Then people were like, Oh, okay, cool. But like, I think it was more in my head that they're going to think like, I'm so full of myself or I'm so it's like a very narcissistic, you know, profession. So who do, like, who do you think you are kind of thing? So yeah, I think that's a couple of things I really had to fight with myself with that and content creating. Cause 
content creating can also be very like cringy in the beginning because you're trying to push so many things to go your way and people might be like oh my gosh she's trying so hard but it is what it is I mean you look at the people who have made it on top now these guys the same people would be like oh my god like I used to know her like love her stuff you know so it's the same people will come out and support you later if they're talking now so okay so just moving right along with like your journey with like moving to India and all that what were um maybe some of the cultural challenges you had to adapt to that you maybe you weren't expecting at first since you are Indian and you grew up like with the same values and stuff that people in India are taught with yeah so um couple of things uh, like I said I, I was very used to doing my own chores being very independent but being in India people are very dependent on you know their caretakers whoever takes care of the house and you can't blame them it's it's labor is a lot cheaper there than it is here and everyone can afford it and so that's the luxury they have so I, a, I used to try doing everything around people like oh why are you trying to do that all by yourself like you can definitely outsource that so I had a hard time kind of coming in terms with that because I was like, I don't need anyone to like, I mean, I still didn't have a cook because I like to cook my own food, but like just doing your laundry. I'm like, okay, I can do my laundry. Like I don't need someone else to do my laundry, but like things like that initially, then people, um, just the way people are brought up they're they're used to certain luxuries. Uh, they're used to certain um, things that I'm just like, oh, I can do that by myself. Another thing that was really big for me is like, being dependent of going around like Ubers and stuff. Cause uh, God knows I'm not driving there. And um, <laughs> I mean, I thought eventually I'll probably get a car and a driver, but I was, I didn't need it so far. So I was like, okay, I'll just do Ubers. But like just having that independence that I had here was like a big challenge for me there. Um, I didn't really think much into it before going that, you know, I'll have this problem, that problem, this problem. Um, another thing is a perception people have of like so-called Americans, right? Like um, just because you're from here, they probably think you're more open to certain ideas or more open to, you know, just the way you dress or like you're thinking. But I actually realized that growing up here, I embrace my culture way more than some people I've known there. Like, for example, I would, I would, like to go out to bars which play Bollywood music and people are like oh why do you want to go there I'm just like what do you mean like I love Bollywood music I would love to go there they're like oh no we're not going there and like they love hip-hop um you know all the music that it's kind of from here but they know they embrace it way more I guess the grass is always green on the other side right like we want to embrace it there or we want to hold on to our culture s- stronger here than people who grew up there they're just like oh whatever like here I feel like so many people go to dance classes and learn like classical Indian classical dances and go to Sunday school and learn Hindi and you know all that kind of thing which I really didn't see especially in Bombay I don't know rest of India how that is but especially in Bombay I just found it very western in the sense that like oh they were like oh Bollywood like no let's not do that let's let's go somewhere and and listen to other stuff so that that one thing that was very strange to me because I was like oh like I'm completely opposite a lot of things like I knew even they didn't know um there's part it was surprising to me to see that there's parts of Bombay where all these kids would talk in the in a 
like they were speaking in a weird accent and I'm just like why because <laughs> they went to like the American schools in India or whatever whatever that means for them right so it was very interesting to see those things which I really didn't know going into it but I also did see a lot of um, so-called NRIs there too like I didn't think there would be that many people who go from say America or Europe to India just to explore not just acting a lot of people go to set up their business or go to set up you know they're working um they're teaching yoga they're doing opening restaurants they're opening businesses that necessarily are not anything related to the entertainment industry but it is that they're expanding their business which is so cool to see not just America I think I mostly saw from Europe America here and there, but a lot of kids from like the Netherlands, UK, um, I saw a lot of them there, which was really cool to see too. So it was nice to hang out with them because I think we were all in the same boat that, you know, we were still figuring our way in what, how to go about each thing. And especially with trying to do acting there, here there's more of a process. Like you have an agent, they get you casting, you go to auditions. There it's just like, okay, this is the area they do auditions, go figure it out. So initially I was like, uh... and my Hindi, I have an accent. Like if you, I mean, not anymore, but when I initially went, like I did have an accent and they were just like, haha, like say something in Hindi. I was like, oh, okay, wait. <laughs> so like those kind of things, it was all, it was just very like, I didn't expect all of that to happen and a lot of times people will be like oh you have an accent like it really doesn't you have an Indian face it doesn't really match with your face I'm just like okay I'm like, sorry they just expect they expect a, a white person to speak like this you know what I mean so which was very strange they're like oh you have an Indian face but an American accent so like that's might not work for this casting and I'm just like <laughs> okay all right yeah that's so interesting yeah because like I mean all the stuff you're saying, like, I would make, like not really expect that either, you know, like, yeah. I guess you never really know what to expect when you move to another country, but especially like when you've been to India so many times and you're like somewhat yeah. familiar with it, I think like then experiencing that once you move, I think it, it could really just be like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. How um, is it to meet a new crowd? Like, I keep hearing yeah. you talk about different experiences of like, you know, when you were talking to certain people or when you were at the bar, but you moved to a brand new country and how was that meeting new people and putting yourself out there? So, I mean, so before going there, I wouldn't really consider myself like an extrovert, but I wasn't like, I, I struggled with just putting myself out there to like strangers. Even I'm with my friends, like I can be the loudest person in the room, but it's hard for me to like go up to someone and be like, hi, I'm Lanisha. Like, let me tell you about myself. Like I, till day I struggle with that. Um, but that's something that is actually very important being in like the entertainment industry you kind of have to sell yourself everywhere you go. I would see people around me being like, hi, this is me. This is me. This is my work. This is that. And I'm just like, uh, hi. I mean, the, the, the language barrier is one thing. Also a lot of times I felt, I didn't know if they understood my accent. Like they would not say anything, but like <laughs> their face would just be like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if they understood what I just said, you know? And like, I don't want to make fun of the accent by be like, Oh, like, let me speak in the Indian accent. But also 
some people did have a hard time kind of understanding what I'm saying. But then if I speak in Hindi, it's like another accent there. So it was just, I just didn't know where it could kind of to put the balance. I met a lot of my people through like acting school. Um, a lot of people in my acting school were like NRIs, which was nice to bond with them about it. Or just like I would meet people at auditions um, and I would hear like an American accent. I'd be like, look at them and they'll look at me and we're just like, oh my God, where are you from? You know? So I just kind of had to put myself out there and I, that was not me before moving there. Just kind of, I was put in a position, obviously it's a new country, right? I don't really have family there. I don't really, my parents, my friends, everyone's kind of like 8,000 miles away. So I had no choice but to put myself out there and just kind of embrace everything that's going around me. I necessarily didn't have to indulge with them or hang out with them like all the time. But it was just something I was like, okay, like here and there I would talk to them, but it did take me a long time to just kind of feel comfortable. I mean, people like, oh, do you love Bombay now? I'm like, it doesn't feel like home. I don't think it ever will. Um, I do think I can navigate my way through the city a little better now, but each time I go, I'm just like, oh, like I have to relearn a lot of things again, how to handle talking to the vendors how to handle talking to the cab drivers or like just the how people interact if you go to a mall like some people don't understand the concept of standing in a line I'm just like okay you know certain like certain things that we are very used to which are like a second nature we don't think about it sometimes but seeing that there and it was nice to have people who are kind of on the same boat as me to kind of navigate through that because otherwise I'll just be like confused but I really had to put myself out there there otherwise I wouldn't you know you just kind of have to if you want to get anywhere especially in a different country yeah and like like you just said like you you really didn't it seems like you really did embrace it like you did your best to like you know we're out of your comfort zone and you did have to you kind of like learn quick that oh like my accent is kind of a problem with communicating with people so I need to figure that out and you know you like, oh, by the way, for people that don't know, NRIs mean non-resident Indians. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, for the longest time, I didn't know that. So maybe, there, maybe people know that. What did you think it meant? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't put it together. Okay. But just but, yeah, do you know like, what it means? Yeah, I was going to say, too, after that, um, we should clarify what that means. But it did take me a really long time. I, I actually learned what it was when I was in India. And I asked, I believe, a cousin. And she was like laughing. She's like, that's like non-resident Indians. And, and so I thought that was fine. And another one um, that I just thought of, well, I was thinking about it a little bit ago when we were talking, but we kept going back and forth saying ISA earlier Uh-oh. in our childhood. That's also Indian Student Association. <laughs> we should put an asterisk and put all the definitions. All of our like in your description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but true. yeah, like, you know, you, you really... Like, it really just seemed like it was out of your comfort zone. And, like, you know, you you did have to, like, realize a couple things about yourself. Like, you did have to put yourself out there and, like, go introduce yourself. And, like, I think, like, that's maybe, like, a key takeaway here. Like, it's not like you got there and, you know, you just met people and, like, things just happened. Like, you had to put in the work and, you know, like, talk to people. And, like, you know, you re- there's, like, a communication barrier. But then you work through that as well. 
And, you know, again, super commendable about doing that. Like, you know, it's, it's like, it's different, right? When you're like, when you're in your own, the comfort of your environment always like kind of helps you like be like more um, social or like help you in a situation. But like when your environment now has changed completely and you have to adapt to that and adapt to like the people around you, like it can be very scary and also like, you know, challenging and to navigate through that. But anyways, like, would like what advice though, like if maybe someone was thinking about doing the same thing that you did, you know, maybe it's something on the back of their mind or something like what maybe like a couple key advice points would you give to someone like who's thinking about doing that? I honestly think if someone is thinking about that and they have the opportunity and they can afford to do something like that for themselves, they should definitely do it. Me living in my, in the bubble that I lived in, which is April in Chicago, there's a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have discovered about myself, discovered about like how I kind of deal with things around me. Um, if I had a bad day, I didn't have like my family or my friends to go to. I just had myself. So kind of dealing to like live with yourself and like finding joy doing things by yourself was like a big thing for me. So I think everyone probably should, if they can, um, do do that for themselves. Because honestly, you're not going to regret it. No, no matter what the outcome is, you're definitely learning something along the way. You're learning so much about yourself. Um, there's so much like going to a different culture, right? You learn so much. Their culture is so different. You see so many different things. You get to experience different food, different clothing, different music. So I think it's an experience that everyone should have. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, wanting to be an actress. It could just be, I've seen a lot of people who move to like Thailand and do yoga, you know? So which is, I think is so cool that we have that opportunity. People have their opportunity now to do something like that. And I find it very liberating. And I know for a fact that no matter what the outcome is of me going to India, I'm not going to have regrets because I think it has completely changed me as a person as I was before. I was, like I was saying, I wasn't the most, I wasn't the most outgoing or extrovert person. But like now I think because of how living in a different place or living um, by myself and just spending a lot of time on myself and working on myself has helped me be a completely different person that I know for a fact I wouldn't have been had I just like lived in this bubble of mine. So necessarily doesn't have to be like moving countries. Just moving to a new city is such a cool thing to do too. Um, I know a lot of people think about it, but it's always, it is hard to pull the plug, right? It's hard to just get up and kind of do it. But I, I really think if anyone has the opportunity, they should definitely take up on it. Yeah, I agree. And also, I do think before moving, you were so extroverted. Okay, you always, <laughs> you, you always super outgoing and talk to like everyone. So I don't know. What you're okay, but like when, you might, when I say extra, like being an extrovert, it's like I can go up to anyone, hold a conversation. I would just, I like that's, I am extroverted in like, my circle like I can be the like I said I can be the loudest person in the room if I'm like comfortable with everyone but it's like I have a hard time like going up to a random person and be like hey hi I'm <laughs> like I'm just awkward I just feel uncomfortable obviously it's a vulnerable place for everyone but I have seen yeah. people who do it a lot like my for 
for example, my mom, she can literally hold a conversation with anyone and everyone. And I'm just like, okay. And then she tells me, she's like, you know, if you want to be in this profession, you should really start talking to everyone. That's then where the Daisy bomb is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, okay. Like even like at, if people come to the store, I talk to people that I want to talk to. Like, I'm like, oh, like, hello. But if the minute, like, they said they rubbed me in the wrong way. I'm just like, you know what? I'm over this. Goodbye. But my mom, no matter what, I think, I guess that's also part of being in the customer service business. The customer is always right. So you kind of, you just have to like smile throughout the whole thing. For me, if anyone puts me off, it really shows in my face. So it's very hard for me to just be like, oh, like keep a conversation going. So that, that's what I mean. I'm not, I might be an extrovert, but I'm not like smooth with it. It, it takes a lot for me to do that. It doesn't, it doesn't come to me easily that I'll just go hold a conversation with anyone and everyone and just like, you know, go on about it. So yeah. I, I guess that's what I kind of mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually glad you explained that because like, okay. yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, thank you so much for coming on today. I feel like we just like, had a really good conversation about just like our culture in general, like growing up Indian and then like you're, you moving there. I just actually realized like you moved there in 2017, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, so it, then I came back and then I was here for almost two years during COVID. So I technically I'm like, Oh, I've been there for like three years. And I, for me, it's always been like, I do back and forth. Like I, if yeah. I spend three months in India, I'm like, okay, I need to come back. Like I need, I need, us america again yeah but yeah 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 it has yeah but like you know like it's it's been like a a long time and you it really seems like you like are balancing like being in india for some time and then coming back here and then helping out with your helping out your mom with her store and stuff as well so like again like thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate it oh thank you guys and good luck this was really fun i can't wait to hear more episodes and keep having conversations and seeing where it all goes make sure um you follow lanisha on instagram i think her handle is at lanisha basu and also follow her store um they make really cute indian clothes so if you have a wedding and you need to go find something to wear like check out their store it's in naperville um what's the instagram for it's at krishna fashion house great so make sure you follow those pages Thanks, guys. It's really fun. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.